Welcome to episode 27 of the Healthcare Hub podcast. My name is Abhinav and I'm joined here with my co-host Sarosh. How are you doing, Sarosh? Good, Abhinav. Good. I've gotten off a excellent co-op term. Been really successful there and I'm back in the academics, back in the in the thrill of the academic world. How have you been doing? I've been great. Yeah. And where was your last co-op? So I was with a more boutique consulting firm called Agnew Peckham. So we was really involved in the capital planning process of building new hospitals in Ontario. So worked with a lot of different planning teams, met a lot of new people. And uh, it, it was really a great experience learning about, you know, the back end and all that gets involved in building new hospitals in this province. Wow, that sounds like a really great role, Sarosh. I'm um, also back in the hospital world, uh, graduated from my MBA. And uh, from all our engagement through the podcast, made me really think about where I want to go next. Um, and one opportunity came up for me at SickKids. Uh, and now I'm working as a project manager at SickKids in their Precision Child Health Initiative. So really great place. I know we also had SickKids on the show. Uh, and uh, through my internship there, I learned about this opportunity and uh, learning about how to work with government, uh, the SickKids Foundation, as well as the new SickKids Hospital through Project Horizon in order to bring new advanced therapeutics and precision medicine projects to the hospital. So a really exciting place to be. That's amazing. That sounds great. And how has your foray into the work world been compared to you know, us that are still in school compared to your co-op roles and compared to, you know, academia. How have you been handling that? Right. It's been a big transition for me, definitely. Uh, a lot of positives in terms of uh, better work-life balance, that's for sure. But um, no, no one bothering me about an assignment at 10 o'clock at night or not usually. Um, but uh, at SickKids, it's an amazing place to be. Very, very inspiring work, and uh, it's uh, as a full as a joining as a full time project manager. Uh, you get to think about how you can help the hospital uh, evolve in the next three to five years, and even more out into the future. Uh, where I think, as a co op student, you're more focused on your projects and gaining skills. I think that's one of the big differences. It's a lot of the focus uh, of my work and the investment is to create sustainable management practices and uh, kind of change management looking out into the longer term. So that's definitely one difference in the work and the responsibilities are different too. Uh, it's no longer the side tasks or the uh, grunt work that can come along with a co-op. It is the, uh, you know, creating foundational uh, whether presentations for senior leadership or uh, creating uh, budgets that actually will go out to be implemented in more longer term. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. It gives me a little bit of hope looking forward to when I, uh, you know, take that step into the back into the working world. Definitely, definitely. And my advice for anyone is just uh, while you're at it, while you're in the student phase, while you're in co-ops and in coursework to just absorb as much knowledge as you can, uh, whatever your interests are. Uh, because whatever that knowledge is, when you do enter the workforce and you and you bring that additional insight and uh, perspective, it's it's valued by your team members. So uh, it sounds like that first place you worked uh, at uh, the uh, boutique consulting firm is a very unique perspective that you probably didn't have before the MBA. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It taught me a lot of things, a lot of things that, you know, you really don't see in when you imagine a project like, you know, building a hospital, you don't realize all the work that goes into it. And the, as you've mentioned, (laughs) many project management phases that are involved. So honestly, looking forward to taking a bunch of new courses and really building up those experiences and knowledge to, you know, like you said, hit the ground running once this is all over. Right. And uh, for yourself, do you do you know what kind of areas you'd be interested in for your next co-ops or even uh, when you do uh, graduate? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really looking to stay within healthcare. That's been my passion throughout my undergrad, throughout, you know, my professional career prior to grad school. And, you know, during my MBA, it's, it's, it's always been healthcare. That's where my passion lies. And right now I'm looking towards uh, more strategic and operational consulting within the healthcare world and hopefully building up some skills during the academic term that are really going to help me out during those times. Great. That's exciting, Sarosh. And I know for, for sure that having um, some level of direction when you're MBA, when you do uh, pursue your MBAs can be helpful. Uh, and a lot of the time, it can be new discovery along the way as well. So that's, uh, that's exciting. And what's, uh, what's next for you after the MBA? Uh, any, any, any special plans uh, to travel? I know a lot of my peers uh, after graduating have, uh, they're all over the world right now traveling. Uh, uh, our uh, old co-host Tyler is actually uh, wasn't able to join for this closing episode because he's in uh, Bali. But uh, any plans for you after graduating? I'll have to see how much of my uh, my budget remains after the MBA. I won't lie to you. <laughs> right. uh, travel sounds travel does sound amazing, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to get out there somewhere warm and sunny um, as we're right in the midst of our Canadian winter right now. That's that's really all that sounds good to me right now. Right, right. Nice. Uh, for myself, uh, uh, traveling, uh, trying to decide where to use my vacation weeks is going to be uh, good. Uh, and for myself, also thinking about, you know, bringing the this podcast to an end, because really, I felt like I've got as much as I could from this experience. And I'm so grateful for this uh, opportunity. One thing this podcast really taught me was the power of networks and the power of bringing people with diverse knowledge together. Uh, Oftentimes, this was us being able to speak to leaders in many different companies and organizations. But then after the podcast, having those connections really allowed me personally to be able to connect others into uh, different areas or opportunities that they might not have been aware of before. And in healthcare, especially, I think the power of networks is definitely going to continue. Uh, and I and I know that I would like to uh, pursue some other creative avenue uh, related to this uh, as, a, as a next venture. But I'm still trying to figure out after this podcast what my next creative endeavor will be. Um, but I, I do believe every single episode, I look at them right now, and uh, I can share at least three key learnings from each. Uh, and th- that's a very powerful message for sure. Absolutely. I, I honestly, I echo your sentiments there. And one thing I, I take away from this experience is, you know, the importance of connecting on a on a human level with with other people, especially, right. you know, in the process of networking, um, no matter what 
you know, the purpose of those meetings are, I think, just how important it is to connect with people on a day-to-day basis and really get to know the person behind the role. And that's something we'll be definitely taking forward for, for a long time and in any networking aspects and any any job aspects as well just making sure to connect with the people behind the role definitely definitely and through uh, a lot of our podcast has talked about stories and individual career stories and the amount of self-reflection these different leaders had as they progress progress through their careers or why they made certain decisions to change roles or try something new Um, And for me, that's also a source of information. I see myself re-listening to these podcasts as I go through my own challenges in my career in the future as such incredible leaders uh, have gone through these challenges and and have grown and come out of it stronger as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a tremendous learning experience and it's been a fantastic platform to get to know these leaders and really understand what makes the the healthcare industry tick and you know that's that's people that's the people behind the industry right right i could not have said it better sarosh uh this podcast has been an incredible experience uh we've had over 5000 listens on all our episodes uh, i've had the opportunity to speak to over 26 different companies and organizations and i've had the opportunity to learn about almost every aspect of the patient care journey when I think of it, whether that starts off in the research phase of how pharmaceuticals are developed uh, and marketed uh, through or commercialized through conversations with Johnson & Johnson, uh, GE Healthcare, or Amgen, learning how government relations come into the role through our conversation with biotech and Pfizer on the COVID-19 vaccine, all the way through more hospital settings and speaking to healthcare consulting firms, uh, speaking to Women College Hospital, Sick Kids, the Ontario Hospital Association, uh, Kensington Health as for more long-term care, and many, many more companies, not to mention new innovative fields of uh, healthcare as well through engagement with startups uh, at the Rick Center, uh, as well as NVIDIA AI in healthcare. So met m- so much knowledge in all these episodes. I really hope that uh, as these podcasts are archived, more and more people do come and listen to them. Uh, and then until then, I will share whatever the next creative end up uh, endeavor ends up being. But uh, thank you, everyone for uh, this opportunity and for being a listener on the Healthcare Hub podcast. Mm